This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Flicks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst. Young. Back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. going on guys man the 49ers fall to the Atlanta Falcons 28-14 in the game and at one point was tied up guys it was tied 14-14 seemed like the 49ers had the momentum on their side and the offense couldn't quite come together there's a lot of blame to go around people are going to blame uh two of the scores on Samuel Womack some people are going to say that the offense man just couldn't connect Kyle Kyle dialed up some plays downfield Jimmy Garoppolo actually threw some good passes uh, three of which that were really, really big ones. Uh, Kittle. Kyle, Jimmy, they're, they're calling it, right? He called the snap. There's no way I'm up. You guys can hear me? Mic check, mic check. Is that better, guys? Can you hear me? What about now? Can you hear me now? Mic check, mic check. Hello? Can you hear me? I'm so tired of this stuff. It's only in this app anymore. Is this microphone doing this? Oh, hold on one second. Let me check something here. Microphone. Let's do something else here. All right. How's that? Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Boom. We should be better now. All right, guys. This is your boy, Mike, from the Nothing But Niners crew, man. The 49ers fall to the Atlanta Falcons, okay? 
14 to 28, and a game that at one point was tied up 14-14. The problem here is that the offense really, really, really needed to help this defense here. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. The offense tried. There were some plays dialed up. There were three big plays that Jimmy made pretty good throws on. The receivers could not come down with them. Three big plays. Uh, the last one was when they snapped the ball. Jimmy breaks the pocket. He rolls to the right, and he's pointing Kittle. Go to the corner. Go to the corner. And he throws the ball, and Kittle flattens the route instead of runs to the corner. That would have been a touchdown. Uh, the the deep pass to Ray Ray McLeod that hit him in both. I, I don't know how he dropped that ball. I don't know how Ray Ray McLeod dropped that ball. That one, if not a touchdown, was at least a big play. We probably end up scoring at least a field goal on that drive. And then the one to Ayuk. The one to Ayuk was also bad. Um, you had a tip pass that was an interception. Uh, I'm saying all this to say this, guys. We needed the offense to come through. They didn't. But believe it or not, this was not on Jimmy Garoppolo. I know a lot of people want to blame Jimmy every time the game goes wrong. They're going to look at the stats. They're going to look at the box score and say, oh, he threw two interceptions. Well, let's 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 talk about those two interceptions. The one interception was really a halftime punt. Hey, if it works, it works. If not, we're going into halftime, right? Not mad at that one. Not going to count that against Jimmy Garoppolo. Do I wish it was different? Do I wish that it was more separation or someone was open or something? Sure, that's fine. But it wasn't. Oh, that's right. And there was one to Warner also. Warner had the big one. To, that's right. That's right. So four. It's not on Jimmy, guys. It's not on Jimmy. Um, the second interception was tipped. You know what I'm saying? The ball goes up in the air. Atlanta comes down with it. You know, uh, this team and Atlanta switched positions, it seemed like, right? But Atlanta had been playing everybody close. Atlanta had been playing everybody close. The defense was busted and beat up, man. I mean, there was there was one point in the game where if there were six or seven starters on defense that weren't in there anymore. What do you guys want them to do? Honestly, what do you guys want them to do? The defense can't continue to go out there and shut teams down the way that they the way that they are injured. You can't overcome all injuries. Some injuries is cool. You expect every team, no team is 100%, but I showed you guys this graphic at the beginning of the uh of the day during our um I showed you guys this graphic at the beginning of the day during the um pregame show and you saw here that the 49ers only had 60% of their players in here. We are last in the league. Last in the league on the banged-up score. We have the worst team as far as health. And then we lost more players throughout the game. We lost Javarius Ward. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Flanagan fouls end up getting dinged. How many times do you see Ebu Cam come in and out of the lineup? I mean, there were players dropping left and right. Um, you know, it's just, listen, guys, I'm not trying to be funny. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, all right? And I'm not saying that we got to, you know, just – give up on the season and things like that. The good news is there are going to be reinforcements coming back. There are going to be uh, players coming in here, but man, oh man, you can't beat the team uh, when you're injured like that. And the refs are helping them out. I mean, there was a, um, uh, a holding call on Brindell where Brindell got pancaked. I mean, he, he flat out got flattened by the defender and the refs throw a flag on him. I've never seen a call like that before in my life. Yes. McGlinchey did go out, but he did come back. Um, McGlinchey did go out, but he did come back. Uh, it was just a, it was a lot to, a lot to watch, man. The refs were really, really doing Atlanta a solid here, man. Um, you know, and the run game, run game was eh, it wasn't great, right? If you look at the averages per per ball carrier, it seemed like we were okay. But the truth of the matter is, like we were we were too far behind too early, and it just wasn't enough. 
to overcome. We, we couldn't keep running the ball the way that we were going to. Jeff Wilson finished the game averaging 3.6 a carry. Jimmy finished the game averaging 3.7 a carry. Jimmy had a big run. I wish he kind of – he took a big hit there, but I wish he didn't. But it was all right. He, he played through it. And Debo finished the game with just two carries, 5.5 yards a carry. But the Niners didn't even have 50 yards of rushing in this game. He didn't even have 50 yards of rushing in this game. All right? Um, I'm not mad at Jimmy Garoppolo. I know a lot of people are going to give Jimmy a lot of shit. I know a lot of people are going to put blame on Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not one of those people. I'm not. I just can't. So let's see what head coach Kyle Shanahan had to say about this game here. We're going to do a, a screen share. We're going to see what Kyle had to say. Uh, we're going to talk about it, all right? So here we go. This is Kyle Shanahan uh, right now at the podium. Um, didn't return. Again, fouls at the end, something with his right knee. Um, didn't return. Um, I mean, it was, I think, pretty easy to talk to him after the game because it was real obvious what happened. Um, we knew going into this game how that team was built. Um, we knew it would have to be a physical game. We knew we'd have to protect the ball. Um, and we didn't want them to get up because of how they're wired to run the ball and things like that. Um, and especially going in a little depleted. Um, we knew we had to come out strong. And um, them going on that first drive all the way down the field, I thought was rough. And us fumbling having the return for a touchdown to put us in a 14-0 hole um, with those situations, and then losing a number of guys after that. Um, thought we did a good job getting right back, um, but I thought the biggest play in that game was in the second quarter, that third and 13. We finally got them in a long third down, and um, it was I don't know what happened, but um, got free in the middle, and Mariota was allowed to um, scramble for the first down, and then ended up getting seven-point lead um, to go in at halftime. Um, our chances to come out and answer right away. Um, let me let me stop this. Let me stop this. Cause see, I, apparently y'all don't understand shit that I'm saying. So uh, let let me let me let me lay some claim to you guys really quick, okay? Let me let me let me let me make it very very clear here. All right, I, I see your comments out here. I'm the person that said that special teams are going to need to step up. That the offense was going to need to step up. I'm the person that said that we were probably going to lose this game due to the injuries. I'm the person that said all that. I didn't come in here and say the offense played fine. I said the drops. I said I'm not putting this on Jimmy. What the fuck are y'all listening to? Or can y'all hear the words that I'm saying? Tell me one time I said the offense played fine. I said Jimmy played fine. I didn't say anything about the rest of the offense. So clear, get some Q-tips, whatever you got to do. Clear the shit out of your ears and listen to what the fuck I'm saying. I don't. I'm, I can't make this any more clear for you guys. Not one time did I say the offense gets a pass. I said Jimmy did fine. That's exactly what I said. I said the run game was fucking pathetic. We didn't even have 50 yards of rushing. What more do I – you guys want me to come in here crying and throwing shit around? Listen to what I'm saying. Context is everything. I'm going to get back to this presser. Enjoy what Kyle is saying, and I'll come back and respond some more. But um, when you put yourself in that hole – and you can't you can't overcome some drops that we missed. I thought you know I thought we had a big chance on the second play of the half. The next series up, I had a, thought we had a big chance. I believe that was second and six or second and ten. Um, same thing happened. Um, and then when we turned that over at the end, um, there's just there's no room for error. And that's pretty obvious when um, I talked that way. Um, why they ended up with 40 runs? We had 16. We had three turnovers. They had zero. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I mean, I, I think it always can be, but I don't think that was the case today. I think we had our chances to overcome. Um, we made it harder on ourselves. Um, I'm not taking anything away from them. I mean, I think you said it. I mean, yeah, that's a big deal missing those people, but we had every chance to still pull that off. And uh, you just have a little bit less room for error. And I thought we made some real big plays too. Uh, the way some of those guys were running with the ball. I mean, especially with that lead, they're pretty soft zone most of the game. And to watch our guys break some tackles and do some stuff like that, but it was tough to get the big one. Um, I thought we had a couple opportunities of it with those two drops. And then when we finally got a big one, uh, got called back on a holding. So it's kind of the story all day and um, makes it a lot tougher. Um, I mean, because we only had 16 carries. I think if we would have had that in any other game, it would have been the same results. Um, I think they controlled the ball very well. Um, and then we got a little behind. I thought we needed to throw to catch up. Um, I mean, we just had done a num number of short yardages. Um, if you look at the first one of the game, I believe, the third play, the third and one, when we went inside, they were just all tight in there. We were able to get one later with the sneak, and then we thought they were going to have the same looks, and we tried to get outside. I don't know exactly what happened outside, but I think we lost a yard on the play, and then we went to our third down, and they went to zone. We had a zone and a man play on, and um, it was tight right between those two linebackers, and didn't come up with it. Uh, on the the one before that, okay. there's there was an option for it. Not on the fourth and two. With what? On that second, on the final Yeah. We weren't huddling. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, I just knew we had two more times with the ball and we did do a number of no huddle plays. Um, we also mixed it up, not doing it too. Um, so we did both. Um, the key is that you can't come up short on that, expect the ball, get the ball twice. Um, and we're not going to panic when we feel like we have two more um, possessions, especially with three timeouts. Um, but when you don't score on that and it came up, was it the fourth and one on that drive? Can't remember. Um, but that definitely backfires when you don't score on one of them. Um, we're not sure yet. Um, I hope not, but uh, he couldn't go, which um, usually is not a good sign, but we got to see how it is tomorrow. Um, same thing. It was his calf. Not exactly sure. We got to do some testing on it, but uh, he went out. I think he came back in at the end of the second quarter to try to tough it out. Um, and then I think by the time he came in at halftime and stopped moving a little bit, I think he realized he couldn't go. No, I think we were, we had every opportunity to overcome it. You know, I thought um, we settled that pretty fast in the first half. You know, um, we went down, had a good drive. I think Ray Ray had a good kick return and a punt return. I think we scored on both of those and hoping to go, hoping to get the ball back 14-14 on third and 13. I thought we had a chance to go score at the end of the half and start with the ball. Um, so in my mind, I'm thinking we got a chance to be up 28-14 to 14, the way this is going. Um, 
we had to put them in some very long third downs. Um, that's where they struggled. Um, they're a really good team when they have manageable third downs because they're a threat to run the ball with the quarterback and everyone else. That's why I thought that was such a big um, change in the game when he scrambled on that third and 13. And then they went down and scored with, I think, a little less than a minute on the clock. Um, I mean, there always is, but I mean, we're expecting him to come back. We just got to see how he reacts here. Um, it hasn't reacted the way we wanted in the last two weeks. Um, so we didn't think it was happening fast. So we just made this four week commitment, especially with the bye week coming up. Um, so hopefully it'll get better then. Uh, yeah, he had a chance. So. Um, yeah, I thought it was at times. I mean, especially how one dimensional we got there. Um, but you know, none of us played good enough to win. I thought Jimmy did some real good things. I mean, especially, um, there in the first half, um, I thought he was pretty on fire when, um, we were throwing the ball. Um, and, you know, I think there was one drive that we punted in the first half. Um, and I thought he did a, a hell of a job. One, you know, one was short because of the fumble. Um, but the other two, he let us down and got us two touchdown throws and, um, and the, Second half, I thought he did some real good things. It would have been I think, a huge difference that we came up with two of those deep balls that he threw. Um, and I thought he played a pretty good game. Does Trent have a chance to play against the Chiefs? Yes. And, and just clarity uh, on Jason Barrett, what you said on Friday, is, is the soreness general soreness or is the soreness in, in that knee that is General soreness in his knee. I, I think that's your question. Well, I mean, that's what I'm wondering if it's typically related. Oh, no, I mean, it's not with the surgery, but there's things in his knee that it's tough when you come back from that stuff. Um, I mean, he ran hard as always, and he's got to be better with the ball right there. Um, and we didn't give him a ton of opportunities. Um, and I love some of the things Jeff did. Just got to protect that ball better. Uh, I thought Ayuk did a good job. I think he's been playing real well for us. Um, did some real good things in this game. And, and yes, I believe it's just a cramp. I got you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's rough. Now, listen, guys, <clears throat> let me be clear. I'm sorry for getting a little overly passionate with you guys, right? And I'm not mad at you guys for overreacting, but what I'm not going to do, not going to apologize for, is for you guys telling me that I'm not giving any blame to anybody. Everything is not okay. This team did not play fine. All right. So I want to be very clear with what I'm saying so you guys understand me. This team has to be carried by the offense when the defense is this injured. When you have Kittle, Ayuk, Samuel out there, you have plenty of offensive weapons that you need to utilize and take advantage of. When I say that there were drops by players, I named those players. Bad plays by certain players. I named those players. So that's not on that's not me saying that, oh, the offense did fine except for that. That's not what I'm saying. The offense was flat. At some point, Kyle Shanahan has to be the off offensive genius we hired him to be. And we haven't seen it. We have not seen it. You see it here or there. But I want to see an offense that can run and pass the ball successfully in the same game. That's what I want to see. We look back at the Panthers. Kyle's highest scoring game since he's been with the 49ers was a Panthers game where we put up 51 points. It was all the run game. The Panthers just couldn't tackle anybody. It was all the run game. I want to see passing and running complement each other. 
I don't if, if there's no run game, this offense can't do anything. And we've been here for a little bit too long for that to be the case, for that to be the reason. All right. We got to be better. We have to be better. I saw, oh, here it is. Daniel Garcia. D'Amico finally had one of his worst coaching performances. I can't even put this on D'Amico, if you want to be honest. He had seven people out on his defense. He had Samuel Womack come in there for three series, and he gave up two touchdowns. Sam Womack gave up two touchdowns in this game. One to Mariota where he broke contain. He didn't He didn't play the edge the way that he was supposed to. You know what I'm saying? And no, I, I see you, Joel. I know, I know you weren't talking about me. Like, I get it. Trust me. I, I promise. I'm not one of those sensitive people. But I am going to explain myself when I think that you guys aren't understanding me. So don't worry. I didn't take it personal at all, bro. No no love lost at all, right? But it's like we can't blame D'Amico. He's playing with who he has left, right? He's out there rotating guys in and out, in and out. I don't know what people honestly expect this team to do when you have this many players out, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You were down the starting corner. All right, cool. We're going to put Lenore in there. They picked on Lenore just a little bit. And then when you have Ward go down, holy smokes, the floodgates came open. This guy didn't have his first incomplete pass until midway through the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter. Now, granted, he had only thrown 12, 12 attempts, but it's still the fact that he was just damn near perfect out there. He was damn near perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just too much to overcome. It's too much to overcome. You have no starting off in, uh, defensive linemen. You got no starting corners. You don't have starting safeties out there. People, because we fell in love with what we saw from Hufunga and Gibson, they're not supposed to be the starters. Well, maybe Hufunga was. Maybe Hufunga was supposed to be. But he's the only starter in the whole secondary for the majority of this game. You don't see Hufunga today because the pass rush wasn't as dominant as it was. Because the corners weren't as dominant as they normally are. So Hufunga can't play freely and make plays at the line of scrimmage. Can't be there to make those turnovers and the big hits and things like that. It was too much to overcome. This was a concerted effort by the team, plus injuries, plus officiating. There's plenty of blame to go around. And if I had to pick one place to assign most of the blame, I'm going to say the offense. The offense couldn't sustain drives. They couldn't put up points when they needed to. And there was no sense of urgency when we got the ball back and there was like 10 minutes left in the game. We're out there walking to the line of scrimmage, huddling up, saving our timeouts. And then after they get the ball back, and it's two minutes and 15 seconds, we call our first timeout. Bro, you're down two scores. You're not getting this ball back. And even if you do, you're not scoring twice. You're not getting it back twice. What were we saving them for? What were we saving the timeouts for? We started that, that, that second to last drive on the one-yard line. We had the ball for six minutes and had only gone 35 yards. Think about that for a second. Six minutes and had only gone for 35 yards. Penalty, back it up. Get another first down. Penalty, back it up. Another first down. Penalty, back it up. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Too many penalties on Jake Brindell. One of them wasn't his fault. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it like I see it. I'm going to absolutely call it like I see it. Jake Brindell had too many bad penalties, but that one was not on him. There's no way I can blame Jake for what I saw. I, I just can't. When he gets pancaked and they throw a flag on him for holding after we had a big game, that's not Jake's fault. That's not on him. That's a bad play call. That's a bad play call. All right? I'm just calling it like I see it, man. Not good. Not good. We got we got, we got got beat by penalties. We got beat by lack of offense. We got beat by injuries on the defensive side of the ball. The scheme goes out the window when you have a bunch of replacement players on your entire defense. We can sit here and, and, and pat ourselves on the back. Oh, we got depth. We got depth. We got depth. 
Yes, we have depth. We don't have starters. And there is a difference. This is not just plug and play anybody, anywhere. Coaching does not win games. Talent does not win games. It's coaching plus talent plus execution. That's how you win games. And we were missing two of the three today on the defensive side of the ball, on the defensive side of the ball. The offense, listen, I know what we're dealing with. I know exactly what we're dealing with. We don't have the left tackle out there. Mike McGlinchey went in and out a couple of times. I understand that. The tackles are bad. Jimmy played well enough where you didn't even really notice that the tackles were out there that bad. You know what I'm saying? No, Callie, I don't. I don't. I don't think Kyle has too much on his plate. I just think that, oh, man, do I think Kyle has too much on his plate? I'll tell you what. Let me let me put it to you like this. Kyle has on his plate what he wants to have on his plate. Let's say that. Does that make any sense? Kyle has always had the option to hire an offensive coordinator. He's always had the ability to do that. Someone to really come in here and call plays. He doesn't want to do that. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have too much on his plate, but he's choosing He's choosing to play this way. This is Kyle choosing to play the way that he's playing. I, I, don't, I, don't, know how, I don't know what else to call it. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, maybe he's stubborn. I, I see you, Trey. Maybe, maybe he's stubborn. I don't know. And Jerry, you're right. Kyle can't catch. He can't throw. But it's still his team, man. It's still his team. It's still his team. And see, like, it's little things like like they were saying he was playing scared. I can't say that because Kyle dialed up so many downfield passes for Jimmy in this game, and Jimmy was throwing them. He was throwing them, right? Like, you watch a game with the with the Chiefs. And I know we have this, like, thing where because we don't watch them often, we think that the Chiefs throw deep downfield 10, 15 times a game. They don't. They don't. It's five or six well-timed deep shots down the field. We did that today. We did that today. And they were all there for the taking. They were all there for the taking. I think we came down with one or two. That's it. Everything else was dropped. Everything else was dropped. We got we got to figure something out. We got to figure something out. After every loss, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, fire Kyle, fire Kyle. I'm not going to say that. I, I, I'm not going to say that. I want to see Kyle with the hand-picked quarterback. And this is not on Jimmy. Let me say it again. I am not blaming Jimmy for this loss. But I do wonder how things would have went if when the, the lanes were collapsing, when Jimmy had to squeeze in some tight windows, how it would have been with a quarterback that could have taken off and maybe ran for a first down? I I do wonder about that. I do. I do. So I, I got to see what happens, man. This offense, we knew that this offense was going to have to carry this team this, this game. And they could not answer the bell. They couldn't. I'm sorry. Let's see what, uh, let's see what Brandon Ayuk has to say he's at the podium here. Let's see what Ayuk has to say about this game, which, by the way, I think one of his best games since he's been here. So let's just let's just see what my man has to say here. And just give us your thoughts on how you guys played offensively throughout this game and what you guys did that night. Um, I think it took us a while to get going. Um, just too many mistakes starting off the game turn the ball over early in the game and then just playing from behind the whole game. Uh, we play a team that has uh, comes in with the mindset to run the ball um, and they do that well. It's kind of hard to come back. Um, just didn't – never got rid of my offense, never got going, a lot of mistakes. 
And that's what happens. You know, that's what we want to do every week. I feel like they kind of took our game plan. Um, I'm not sure how many runs they got, but they run the ball really well. Seemed like every time it was third and one, third and two, um, and they just continue to run the ball. So um, you guys know us. That's what we like to do on offense, and they kind of did that to us. I mean, we uh, we saw early, we saw guys going down, but I think every game we kind of feel like um, we want to take some pressure off the defense, um, especially with them not having their guys. But it was kind of just, it was the same thing for both of us. It was, it was another week, um, mistakes. We did exactly what we didn't want to do, um, and we lost football game. Um, of course, it's frustrating um, just because our main goal was to get on the road and win two games. Um, and we felt like we had a good week of practice coming off a of win last last week. Um, I know everybody felt like we were in a good spot, um, and that's the recipe. Um, but it just didn't work out that way. So the only thing that you can do is go back to the film, um, look at the mistakes, go back to work, um, and get prepared for a great team coming to us on Sunday. That's the magic number. If you run, like I said, that's what we want to do. You run the ball 40 times, you're obviously running the ball well, and you're keeping possession of the football. So, um, I'm sure. I mean, you guys watch the game. We didn't capitalize on some of the stuff that um, opportunities that we had. Um, I feel like I had one, I had a drop that could have got us in a better op uh, spot, I think second or third down. Um, and I think some other guys would tell you the same thing about some opportunities that they had. We just didn't, we just didn't play well in the second half. We just, we had looks, um, but we come from behind with the team that's running the ball well. It's tough. That's it. Thank you. All right, so that was it right there from the man himself, BA. Uh, I don't know how many other players. I know we got to hear from Jimmy in a little bit as well. Um, Fred Warner is going to be up at the podium very soon. Um, I'll, I'll put him up there. Actually, Fred Warner already spoke, so let me be clear what I'm saying here. But I want to I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, Ayuk said, you know, I don't know how many times they ran the ball, but it felt like they they beat us at our own game. They ran the ball 41 times. And again, I, I predicted that Marcus Mariota was going to lead them in rushing. Technically, I was wrong. He was third on their team with yards, but he was definitely the most effective rusher. They had 16 carries for 59 yards by Huntley. They had 15 carries for 51 yards by Algier. And then they had six carries for 50 yards and a touchdown by Marcus Mariota. I knew that we weren't going to be able to contain him on the edges. I knew this was going to be an issue for this team going into it. This isn't me patting myself on the back or anything like that, but you can just see certain things coming with the injuries that you're having. You know, they talked about why all of a sudden uh, Deamador Lenore leapfrogged Womack, right? And it was because Womack was not taking the right angles. Womack was getting exposed in the run game. It wasn't about what he was doing when he was out there uh, covering up on people and things like that. It wasn't that. It was what he was doing. He, he kept his eyes in the backfield too much instead of playing his guys or, or playing contained. And he came in there, two plays, two touchdowns. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what else you want, you want to see. You know, we expect these guys to get better, but it's not his fault for being out there, guys. The corners are dropping like flies. 
they were dropping like flies out there. There wasn't a whole lot that they were going to be able to do. It just wasn't. Uh, I'm looking at the 49ers here. The leading tackler was Fred Warner, followed by Gibson, then Ebukam, Hufunga. I want to see how many. Womack had one of two. And then that's the other thing. No turnovers. No turnovers this whole game. Not for the Niners. We turned it over three times. But no turnovers for the Niners the whole game. It was good to see Drake Jackson get in there. I'm not going to talk about the positives. We're supposed to be negative right now. Like, oh, rah, rah, rah. I'm not going to talk about the positives at all. We'll save that for another show. Um, but I am going to go through the rest of these pressures, and we're going to get out of here. Uh, I do want to hear what Fred Warner has to say. You know, and it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough listening to him because when you look at it, the Niners had – we won the yards. We had 346 yards, right? 346 total yards. Only 50 of them were rushing. They rushed for 168 yards. That's a Niner stat line right there. That's what we want. We beat them in yards per, per play, 6.1. We had more first downs, 21 to their 18. First, third down efficiency, terrible. Three of eight, fourth down, terrible. 0 for 1, that last one, oh, my God. What was that play? What was that play? It's fourth and one. You're right there. And, like, we had more offensive plays than them. 57. Didn't feel like it. It felt like they had the ball forever, and that's where you see the biggest difference. It's the time of possession. The 49ers, 26 minutes to their 33 minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens. Three turnovers to none. We had five penalties for 30 yards. It says they had five penalties for 40, but it damn sure didn't feel like it. It just didn't feel like it. You know, so watching this game and looking at the box score, it doesn't tell the story at all. It doesn't tell the story at all, man. It really, really doesn't. This was a frustrating game, man. Absolutely frustrating. Shout out to Brandon Ayuk, though. One of his best games of his career. Eight receptions, 83 yards, and two touchdowns. That guy was doing what you want to see him do, you know. George Kittle had the same exact stat line. Eight receptions for 83 yards, right, but no touchdowns. Debo, seven for 79. Those are the names you want to see at the top of your receiving list. Those are the names you want to see at the top of your receiving list. I like seeing that. I like seeing that, right? But it's got to be balanced with the run game. It's got to be balanced with the run game. When you only have a total of 16 attempts, that's counting three from Jimmy. That's counting three from Jimmy. I don't typically count attempts by the quarterback because they usually break down to scrambles and they're one yard here, two yards there. Like, I don't usually count that. When you take away that, guys, we had – it's 13 carries. 13 rushing attempts in the game. But I also understand why it's like that. Here's my issue. It was 14-14 at one point in this game. The Falcons go and scores 21-14. You're not down by a whole lot. You feel like, all right, we can run the game. We can run the ball better in the second half. We can control the clock. We never had a chance to do it. We never had a chance to do it. Too many drops, too many untimely penalties, too many untimely turnovers. Uh, it was just, It was just bad. It was bad. It was bad all the way around. Um, the defense, man, we just got to get healthier. I, I still believe in D'Amico. I believe in the players on that defense, but I believe in the starters. Too much depth is not depth. Depth is when you can have a healthy rotation, not when those guys are asked to start. And there is a difference. I want to see what Fred Warner has to say. I'm going to go ahead and hit play. Let's hear Fred and uh, his thoughts on the game here. All right. Where is he at? Come on, Fred. Where are you, Fred? Here we go. Um, you know, it, it does suck. You know, you wish that you have your, your guys out there, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like for me, 
I, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the fact that I, I command the defense. I'm the one who should get all 11 lined up at all times, regardless who's out there and everybody else who's, you know, having to come into the game, they got to be ready to go no matter what. You know, it's all about everybody being prepared. Um, regardless of the circumstance, whoever's out there, we got to make sure we're playing uh, to our standard. Yeah, we we knew exactly what they were going to do. Um, you know, and it, that was that was the uh, the challenge for us on defense was to stop the run and to dictate that. But you know, I got to give give them props for for dictating uh, you know the entire game in, in the run game. We just didn't we weren't getting knocked back. Um, you know, me included, and we just got to be better up, up front in the front seven. Yeah, I mean, he just wanted he wanted us to, you know, to get going. Like it just wasn't, it just felt soft out there. We just weren't. We like I said, we weren't knocking back, and um, you know, that's that's just that's on us, and that's completely something that we can control. We knew exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to run the ball. They ran the ball. We didn't stop them. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, like it, it, it truly does suck. But I mean, it, me being here, I, I mean, the five years I've been here, like this isn't anything new. Like I've, I've been here, I've seen it. Um, you know, at some point you got to adjust and guys got to be be ready to go no matter what the situation. We got to be able to find ways to win regardless of the, of the circumstance. I'm not sure. You know, I I gotta go back and look. Um, like I said, like no matter what, I'm still trying to make sure that we all all living on the same page. And um, it's a long season ahead of us. We we got to get better. Um, we're gonna look at it hard. We're gonna we're gonna improve from it. We're gonna be better from it. Thanks, Brad. Thanks. All right, we got this comment here from my man Anthony. <laughs> My man just got the Holy Ghost for getting his game to work. This is crazy. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't punch one of my kids, bro. What you doing? <laughs> uh, it says, hey, Mike, why in the Jets game the announcer was giving Zach Wilson so many excuses, like not a full season under his belt? Trey Lance has five games at best under his belt, and they crucified Trey Lance. It's East Coast bias, man. You know, these guys, um, these guys, uh, you, you almost got me to say something I didn't want to say. You almost got me to say something I didn't want to say. Um, it's East Coast bias, you know what I'm saying? And they have a um, they have a winning season over there right now, you know? Um, they're, they're over there. They're one of the teams with, with one of the better records in the NFL right now. And so it's easy to sit there. And, and when you're winning, they're going to make positive excuses for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's not going to be, you know, on a bad team, you know, or the Jimmy Garoppolo love, right? Like, oh, Jimmy's there. You should got to do this. It shouldn't be Trey. It shouldn't be Trey. The only way that the Trey stuff is going to stop is to see him actually get out there and be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I can't explain. I don't I don't have a logical explanation as to why, bro. Uh, it's just something that we're going to have to deal with as Niner fans, you know? And the other thing is this, man. It's the fucking Jets, right? I'm not trying to downplay the Jets or who they are or what they're going to do this year. I have no idea. But what is their, what is their ceiling? What are their expectations for quarterback play? Joe Namath? Is, 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 that, is that it? Is Joe Namath the bar? out there right the Niners bar is far and above any other team's bar at the quarterback position than anybody else in the entire NFL 
So they're going to be critical of Jimmy Garoppolo. They're going to be critical of Alex Smith. They're going to be critical of Trey Lance. They're going to be any and everybody who is under center for this team. We and the rest of the league have a higher standard than what they have for the freaking Jets. Chad Pennington, like, come on, bro. Come on, Mark Sanchez, right? Mark Sanchez is one of the best quarterbacks in Jets, Jets history. That's the guy responsible for the butt fumble. You understand what I'm saying? Like, look at look at the bar that's set. You know what I'm saying? Look at the bar that's set. Mike, you want Arizona or Seahawks to win? I want Arizona to win that game because we beat the Seahawks in the head-to-head already. So I want Arizona to win. Plus, I hate the Seahawks. All right? But, yeah. So that's where I'm at there. We're going to listen to George Kittle. We're going to get up out of here soon, guys. Um, listen, guys, I want to thank you all for your patience, too. We're not done yet. I want to thank you guys for your patience and sticking with me, man. You guys have been phenomenal. Let's hear what George Kittle had to say about this game today. Uh, he already said, hi, guys. Why are you standing? Why are you standing? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You want the... Um, I mean, you could use that as an excuse, but... Um, you know, I haven't watched the tape yet, but I don't know if we gave that today, you know, at every single position. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of young guys play. We had some, uh, you know, we just, like you said, we're missing a lot of guys. And um, we just got to make sure that we're playing at that level every single snap or otherwise that's going to happen, especially when you are down guys. Uh, you know, like you look at his, you know, we're down how many ever, seven, eight starters, or you look at his, that's a lot of young guys with an opportunity to go out there and, you know, make big plays and, you know, get their names known. So, um We've dealt with it before. It's not easy, but, you know, I'm not going to use that as an excuse. We had a, we had a very talented team. You know, our offense still has a lot of talented guys on it that can, you know, get a lot of yak with the football. And, you know, we got, uh, I think, one of the best linebackers in football. There were. Psyche? I mean. I expect all my teammates to make plays when their number is called. I expect myself to make the plays when number is called. And when you see that, I wouldn't say it messes with your psyche. You know, it's mildly disappointing, but I'm pretty good at flushing it, moving on to the next play. I'd say the most it does is second and 10 is not fun because, you know, we're really good at running the football. Kind of hard to run the ball in second and 10. I mean, got to get, you know, you're trying to pick up at least six to eight to get a short third down. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say it messes with your psyche. It's a little disappointing, but, you know, guys react differently. Hopefully, you know, our, the guys who dropped it are okay and they're confident in themselves because they are good football players and they can bounce back from that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we were down six defensive starters, I think, off the top. We had to we had to put up more points than we did, and uh, we came out three and out, second half three and out. Like that stuff we can't do, especially when our defense is down like that. And their offense was clicking a little bit. Mariota was clicking. Um, he, you know, what thirteen for fourteen? That's a hell of a stat line. Um, but they were running the ball forty rushes. I mean, that's what usually what we do, and we couldn't we couldn't get into that because we got down early. Um, and then that second half just got away from us, and our offense didn't produce when we had to produce. And well, it's disappointing. Like I said, we got guys that. We'll make plays, can make plays, and we're going to continue to get better this week. Yeah, I mean, they were in the game plan on Wednesday, so, 
you know, Cal always likes to take those shots. They're a team that plays very deep. Their backers play really deep. So I think it was a game of checkdowns, really. But, you know, the deep one to IU that got called back on a penalty is tough. Uh, you know, we had a couple of deep ones that we just did execute on and that were there for us. And yeah, it doesn't mess with your psyche, but it definitely uh, stalls a drive. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Go home safe. I needed to hear that honesty from my man. I needed to hear that honesty. You know, I, I've come on here and I've said over and over that uh, the George Kittle personality and all that stuff, it kind of can be, you know, a little annoying and all that. Uh, but he said exactly what the truth was. You know, they were down six starters to start the game on defense, right? They were down six starters on defense. We had to carry them and we didn't do it. I, I like that. I like I like that he said that. Own it, bro. Own it. We got to do better on the offensive side of the ball. I don't care if you drop the ball. You got to have a short memory. Get out there and keep playing. You're better than that. I don't care if you fumble the ball. You got to get out there and overcome it. We're better than that. I like hearing that from George Kittle. You know what I'm saying? This is the kind of stuff that like that that gets me hyped up, right? Because it lets me know that we're not going to stay in this slump. We're here right now. And by the way, we're probably going to lose next week as well, right? Let me be very clear here. It's probably going to get stomped and embarrassed next week. You guys want to Kyle file tonight, fire tonight? Wait till you see how you feel next week. Especially if these injuries don't get any better on the off on the defensive side of the ball. Woo, ah, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be real, real ugly. Um, Kyle said. Oh, man, I don't even want to say what I was going to say because it's just going to piss me off and I'm going to go into a, a long rant. But here's what I will say, man. We got time. We got time. All right. We're going to be three and four to start the season. And we have a favorable schedule coming up following that, a favorable schedule after that. So we have to see what happens, see how things play out. This team is going to struggle against Kyler Murray, that running quarterback. That is something that they still have not been able to really stop. So you saw what freaking Marcus Mariota did today. Imagine what little ass Kyler Murray is going to do, especially if we don't get any more help on this defensive line. We need guys like Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa to be back out there for those games. We absolutely need them. So we have to see what happens. All right. Um, let's hear from Jimmy Garoppolo. And then we're going to go home, guys. We're going to go home after this. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought we had opportunities all day. Um, that's a lot. I thought we had a lot of opportunities. I thought we just uh, we just didn't take advantage of them. It was self-inflicted wounds, really. I mean, guys making mistakes, and it wasn't just uh, you know one guy or one position. It starts with myself, and I think we just kind of one after another kept making mistakes. And when you do that, it adds up to a to a game like this. <clears throat> you know that going in, you're already been so much. How much do you as an offense feel like you know we've got to be at least with that? You're going to get up 21 today. Yeah, I mean that we we knew what we were going into this game with uh, who we were going into this game with, and that's just on the offense. You know, we uh, putting up zero points in the second half is that's not us, and so we just gotta gotta get back to the drawing board, just get back to our style of football, and uh, I think the rest will take care of itself. But yeah, we can't we can't put out a performance like this today. Yeah, they really didn't change much. Uh, Self-inflicted wounds was the big. That was the story of the day. Um, and you know those are correctable, but 
it's just you, you can't have them. You can't have as, have as many as we had out there. And when you do have them, you got to overcome it. And, you know, we didn't do that today. So it starts with me, though, and we just got to be better. Um, you know, I, I think it starts with, you know, them getting the early lead on us. I think that obviously puts an offense in, you know, a difficult spot. But I think we were just behind the chains a decent amount. When you're in that position, you got to, you know, I understand what Kyle's doing. You got to pass the ball in those situations. But we just got to, that's what I'm saying in our style of ball. We just got to get back to our style, stay ahead of the chains, avoid third downs, convert third downs. And that's our style. Uh, that, that was in the game plan. Um, I thought we'd have a shot at, you know, they were playing some coverages to give us that look and safety got a little aggressive. Thought Ray were getting, ran a good route. I didn't really see the pass, but uh, yeah, I wish we would have hit that one. Well, what happened on the interception play? Did you think that was going to be a, a pass interference penalty there? Yeah, I mean, I think the ref did too. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't call the penalties. He threw the flag. Uh, I don't really know why he picked it up, but. Yeah, just uh, that's an unfortunate one. You know, we we're, we're in a good spot. We we're driving a little bit, but just uh, can't have that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are as a quarterback, it sucks to have that as an interception on the stat line. But I'm a, I'm a competitor. I'm trying to win this game and get his points. So you know, if that's you know, it's sort of one of those things. It is what it is. You hate to see it on the stat sheet, but you know, we're trying to win. <laughs> Say it again, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's tough to say. You know, if we win this game, you know, maybe it feels different, but I don't know. When it, it, was, it was a long week. You know, we've been away. I'm not trying to make excuses by any means, but, you know, we got to bring that energy regardless of where we play, when we play, whatever it is. And guys hurt. Uh, guys have to step up in those situations and, you know, it's just it, it, that is what it is. It's not a fellas. It's, it's not easy. Two more guys. Worried about the, the energy at all in Western Virginia. It seemed like that the, the Thursday night play that these were, were high energy for them. Yeah, no, they were. I think uh, it's just a different, it's a different type of week. But we've been in West Virginia before. Uh, that can't be an excuse for how we played here today. And just uh, you know, we gotta go back to the drawing board. Make this uh, you know, suck it up. Watch the film on the flight home. Get after it tomorrow and you know move on. We got a big one this next week. All right. Thank you guys. All right. Thanks, That's guys. For us. Did you guys hear what I heard? Did you guys hear what I heard? Did you hear what I heard, man? Hold up, man. Hold up, man. Round of applause for Jimmy. Finally taking some blame. He ain't slick. I know why he did it, but finally taking some blame. Huh? I'm going to give you a round of applause, but that shit was tongue in cheek like a motherfucker. You, you are not slick, bro. You are not slick. I come on here and say, Jimmy wasn't the reason. Jimmy wasn't that fault. Jimmy wasn't the reason. And he comes in here and says, yeah, me. Hi. Bro, you are not slick, bro. When he knew it wasn't all his fault, when he knew people were actually going to give him some uh some flack, he comes in and he says, yeah, me, me, I. Yeah, that's what's up, though. I mean, look, hey, look, progress is progress, man. Uh, it's, it's little things like that that aren't going to make a difference in a win or loss, but it is going to make a difference in the mentality of how the rest of the team reacts to you. So 
uh, I was I was happy to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this question here from Chris Hansen says, "How long is Jed going to tolerate not having a top offense?" Man, this is a really good question. This is a really really good question. And for whatever Jed, Jed York really just wants to hire people and step back and get out of the way, right? Uh, and it's going to be hard. Jed, you guys got to try to put yourselves in Jed York's position, right? How conflicted does this man feel right now? I hire a head coach, I hire a GM, and I step back and I say, oh, my mic is not clear. Here we go. Here we go. Can you guys hear me, man? Mic check, mic check. Hold on. <clears throat> mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. How is that? Is that better? Joel, can you hear me better? Can you guys hear me? Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. All right, got a thumbs up here. Okay. So imagine how Jed York feels, right? Uh, the whole, the whole, everyone crucified Jed when he got rid of Jim Harbaugh, right? Uh, reasons that may or may not be public, but I would have got rid of Jim Harbaugh too if what happened is true. If what I heard is true, I'm getting rid of that guy also. You're not going to disrespect me in front of the team. Uh, you work for me, bro. Remember that shit. So I would have got rid of him too. Now, I also know that there were some things going on with the veterans and Jim Harbaugh. They felt that his uh, little shtick was wearing thin and it wasn't good for them. So whatever. I'm, but just put yourself in this position. You fire a guy that got your team to the Super Bowl in three consecutive NFC championship games, right? You hire somebody else, and in his third year, he gets your team to the Super Bowl, okay? Your GM that you hire gets GM of the year, and when you guys are healthy, when you're healthy, you guys are NFC championship or better, okay? Keep that in the back of your mind, all right? When you guys are healthy, you are NFC championship or better. What exactly is Jed York supposed to do? Is he supposed to fire and hire another strength and conditioning staff maybe? Is, is that what he needs to do? Or do you ignore all the injuries? Do you, do, do you think Jed York expected us to go out here and win a game like this today? Tony jumped in here, but he's on mute. I don't know if he's just listening. Oh, there he is. Give me a thumbs up if you want to jump in here, bro. I'll, I'll pop you in here real quick. Um, but give me a thumbs up when you're ready to come in, Tony. All right. So he's saying he can't hear me, but everyone else can hear me. So I don't know. But uh, you know, so I'm 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 trying to put myself in the position of Jed York, and I just don't know exactly how he's supposed to feel. He can't be mad at 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 the coach and the GM for not having the offense. However, he can be mad at, and look at what this question is. This is a really good question. Not having a top offense. That's what you hired Kyle Shanahan for. You didn't hire Kyle Shanahan to come in and bring some phenomenal defense. You didn't hire Kyle Shanahan to, you know, put up the number one defense in the NFL. No, you hired him to come in here and put up some points. You wanted to see an offense explode on the scene, right? You had this innovative uh, your, your, your uncle that had the team, couple couple people, couple owners before you had this innovative West Coast offense. You know what I'm saying? That's what the that's what the thing was with him. So you want you want to go out there and get this offensive genius, right? Tony, can you hear me now? He can't hear. Can you hear me? No. He can't hear me. Okay. Um, so you go out there and you get this guy that you think is this offensive genius. I want to have the next George Seifert. Not that you're going to create this you know, new scheme and new style of offensive play or anything like that, but you want this innovative guy and it's not happening. So that's why I like this question by Chris Hansen. We have not seen the offense live up to the reason 
Kyle was hired. Yeah, it's cool. We made it to the Super Bowl. And I want to be clear here. I know people keep saying it, but we were a top five scoring team that year. We made it to the Super Bowl. I know it didn't feel that way. We're sometimes we're just a little too close to the situation to understand where we are in the league. And in a year of good defenses, we were a top five offense that year. Okay. Uh, last year, NFC championship game, right? Offense didn't look good at all. It didn't look good at all. Those are the times where you're going to be like, yo, when is the offense going to come out? When are we going to get to see what this offense can do? Right. And then you got this Kyle's a genius. Kyle's not a genius argument. That's going to continue to happen. Every time we lose, they're going to mention it. Right. And it's going to, it comes down to execution and all that stuff. But again, if you can't call plays that your players can execute, are you really a genius? Let's just say this. Let's, let's ignore the genius line for a second. Is Kyle Shanahan a good play caller? Is Kyle Shanahan a good play designer? The answer is yes. Now it's about when and where to call those plays. And maybe, maybe Kyle could use a little bit of help there. Maybe he could use a little bit of someone, you know, saying, hey, man, this isn't the time for that. Let's do this instead. Maybe he could use an offensive assistant. He does, he's not going to want to give up those coordinators. He's not going to want to give up the coordinator line, the coordinator designation, and things like that. He's just not going to want to do that. But maybe he could use an offensive assistant. Someone that, you know, he can run the plays by or whatever, and they say, yeah, but Kyle, what about this? For example, that, that Denver game. You look at that 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 safety. Jimmy runs out the back of the end zone. If he had someone in there, say, "Hey, yo, what if what if one thing goes wrong on this play? It could be a safety. What if there's a holding? Maybe this isn't the time to call this play right now. You know, maybe just one person that says that. You know what I mean? We could be looking for things like that to happen. So, you know, I, we just got to be careful. This uh, I see the question here, uh, where you get that jersey? This was one of two jerseys I recently got. Uh, I ordered this from a connect that I have. If you want it, uh, shoot me, uh, hit me on Twitter, shoot me a DM or shoot me an email and I can give you the link. Uh, it's going to take a while to get here. I can tell you that, but I'll explain it to you. And if it's something that you're looking for, definitely shoot me a screen, uh, uh, shoot me an um, email or a DM. Tony, are you ready, man? Can you hear me? Tony's probably got his headphones connected and he don't know it. He's probably got his Bluetooth on somewhere and he can't tell. This is funny. Watching Tony trying to figure out his phone right now is cracking me up, man. My man. <laughs> His eyebrows, he's tapping his. <laughs> Can you hear me, Tony? He can't hear me. <laughs> he can't hear me. <laughs> How can I tell? Oh, wait. Oh, private message. Hold on. Here we go. Bluetooth. There we go. Let me tell him to turn off his Bluetooth. Hold on, guys. I want to get our resident GM in here. Let's see what he says today about today. Let's see what he says about today. Panthers got a pick six. Yeah, they're going to get it. They're going to get him, man. They're going to get him. Let's see. Can you hear me now, Tony? Did you turn off your Bluetooth? Can you hear me, Tony? Still nothing? This is funny, man. Come on, Tony. I'm ready to go. I got people coming over. I want to light the fire pit. I want to light the grill. I want to get outside and play with my kids. Can you hear me now? You can't you can't hear me? This is so weird. All right. Well, I don't I don't know. He just dropped out again. He's dropped out like four times. I no, I know you guys can hear me. Tony can't hear me. I think he has his Bluetooth. Let me call him. I think he has his Bluetooth connected. Hold on. Let me let me try calling Tony real quick. I got 
Hey, you answered on your phone. Are you using your Bluetooth right now or you got the phone to your ear? All right. So pop back in here. I didn't know that was going on. All right. So when you're on mute, you can hear me. When you take yourself off of mute, you can't hear anything. All right. Go back in and go to your uh, when you when you go back in, there's a settings, right? When you go to your settings, go to audio and look for look for where it says speaker. You should have something that says speaker phone. Put it on that one. But take yourself off of mute first and then do that. All right. And give me a thumbs up when you're ready. All right. Bye. Oh, Chris Hansen, Tony's going to tear your ass up. You better chill out. <laughs> Y'all got to be nice to my man, Tony. All right. Now. All right. Here we go. Come on, man. My beautiful babies in here. What are y'all doing, girls? About to play Ultimate Chicken Horse. <laughs> Ultimate Chicken Horse? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. All right. Aha, y'all can't see yourself. Look at y'all. Y'all want to be on camera so bad and you can't see yourselves. I got, no, I, I was actually coming back here because I need all to All right, Tony, can you hear me now? I bet you can hear me. Yeah, this is off. No, it's not off. Get out of here. Move. 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 Move it, Buster. All right, you ready, Tony? Can you hear me? He says he can only hear me when he goes on mute. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Can you hear me, Tony? This one's on you. He's saying no, he can't hear me. He still can't hear me. This is crazy. I'm going to pop him in. Hold on. Let's see. Can you hear me now, Tony? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Oh, man. This is wild. I don't know. Can you hear me now? See, he's on mute. He said he could hear me when he's on mute, but I don't think he can hear me either. Oh, Tony, he dropped back out again. All right, guys. Well, look, man, I don't know. I can call him. Let me just get his thoughts on, on call then. Let's do that. It's all right. Let's just get him on call. We'll do it that way. He doesn't have to be on video. Something just popped up. It said your browser's lost connection with your mic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is. You got to reconnect it. So you want to try it one more time? Because if not, I'll just have you do audio. How do I do just audio? Like now. Like you're on the phone. Like you're live on the air. They can hear you. Oh, fuck it. Just do that then. Okay. I'm, I'm about to throw this phone to the wall. Tony, man. I Listen, man. Listen. I'm going to tell you now. You know how our fans are. They ready to yeah. tear your ass up. Because they think you're going to come in here and defend Kyle today. Oh, God. Here we go. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you a question. Now, we knew going into this game with all the injuries on defense, the offense was going to have to carry this team. Correct. Now, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what I said because they got on me at the beginning of the show. I said, guys, this is not on Jimmy. Jimmy made some really good downfield passes, one drop by Ray Ray McLeod. If he catches that ball, I'm not saying it's going to be a touchdown, but if he catches that ball, we're probably we, we are scoring on that drive, even if it's just a field goal. We're going to score. There's two. There was two big catches. There was there was there was uh, McLeod, and then there was Warner and Kittle. When Jimmy broke the pocket and said go to the corner, he's pointing yeah. to him, and Kittle runs. He he flattens the route out instead of running to the corner like Jimmy told him. Yeah. And then um, the Charlie Warner one. You're absolutely right. Ray Ray McLeod, Charlie Warner. Oh, and Ayuk also had a big drop as well. Ayuk had yeah. another one too. So there were four big plays down the field that were dropped. Two of them were completed. Kyle dialed up some stuff down the field. In my opinion, I have a hard time saying that Jimmy Garoppolo was at fault. Jimmy was out there playing with backup tackles, uh, McGlinchey in and out of the lineup. And I'll be completely honest with you, it didn't look as bad as it could have considering the people that were missing and how bad Jake Brindell was playing today. 
How many sacks did he get? How many times did he get sacked? Jimmy was sacked. I got the stats right once. here. I think just once that I saw, but I was at a party, so I really was. No, 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 that's good. Uh, Jimmy was sacked. Here we go. One, two. Oh, those interceptions. Sorry. None. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't sacked at all today. Okay, so I don't want to hear bullshit about the offensive line. The offensive line played a stellar game, in my opinion, from what I saw. No, that's what I said. I said he overcame the offensive line. I thought Jimmy did a good job of overcoming it. To sit here and blame Kyle Shanahan is absolutely ridiculous. All the plays were dialed up. There were three major – two drops, one communication error between Kittle and and Jimmy. It is what it is. They lost, but – Again, I thought this team was going to be is good. I thought this team was good enough to beat Atlanta, even with these injuries. But again, they shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, a big fumble, causing a turnover, causing a touchdown. Right. So now you got a fourteen point deficit. Now you got to become one dimensional, and that's where this team struggles when they become one dimensional. Mm-hmm. We said it time in and time out. Anything over thirty, this team does not have a winning record. Except, well, they don't have a winning record. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is why it's very important to keep Jimmy under the thirty mark and the offensive with the offensive carries. This that that's the threshold that you want in the split and the ratio of run pass. Right. Well, I said it in the text message, and while I was watching it, I said it from the jump. This team, the scheme is there, the play calls are there. I saw nothing wrong with it. They need a little conservative. Well, not conservative, but was a little. Miss clock, mishandling of the clock in the latter part of the game. Yeah, Lackadaisical, no yeah, urgency. You you could say that one hundred percent, but minus that, I don't want to hear shit about Kyle Shanahan. I'm sorry. If anything, it should be about D'Amico Ryan's on how no one keyed that outside run and outside contain Tony on Ma- Marcus Mariota. Tony, what? Why did why did Womack get benched for Lenore? Not today. Uh, going into the season after after weeks one and two, I have no clue. Oh, I didn't even. I gotta be honest with you, Mike. I don't even know who's playing for. That's the, I couldn't see it. So I couldn't see it. We started. Like, I was at the party. I was watching the game. I was going back and forth. It's not like I was watching on the TV and I could actually see it in full effect and focus. I couldn't tell you who was in the court. I didn't even know Mooney went out of the game. Yeah, he went out early in uh, early in the second half. Uh, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some pushback here. You know I'm gonna give you some pushback. This is what we do. You said if anything, it's on D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico started this game with six starters out. He lost two more as the game went on. How on earth do you want D'Amico Ryan to do anything in, in this game, bro? You saw, you saw the discipline breakdown on the defense. Okay, the, the de- they established the run, and, and this is where I'm gonna give credit to Atlanta. Arthur Smith had one hell of a game plan. They beat the 49ers at their own remedy, at their own strength. And what happened was they kept running, they kept running, they kept running, and the 49ers kept crashing inside, and Marcus Mariota took advantage of that. And that's where I'm blanking D'Amico. That's where I'm going to say D'Amico Ryans needs to prepare this team and make sure they could not give up outside contain. All right. While I'm with you, because I knew that was going to be the game plan for them. They were going to run the ball to the middle, and I, you, no one did the fucking shows with me. I said all week long that Mario was going to lead that team in rushing. Now, I was wrong by six yards, but he, yeah. he was definitely the more effective guy, over eight yards of carry, 50-something yards, Wait, and the did, touchdown. Did the Jets beat Green Bay? Yes, they did. Green Bay lost, Tampa Bay lost, and uh, there's another team that lost. The Niners did not actually lose a place in the standings at all today, so it was actually pretty good. But back to what I was saying, Tony, like all jokes aside, bro, I knew that was going to be the game plan for them. 
I knew that was going to be the game plan for them. This is the most athletic quarterback we've played all season long, right? That didn't have bad weather. So Justin Fields is the most athletic, but the, the weather was terrible. What I'm going to say to you is the, there's a reason why certain guys are starters and certain guys aren't, okay? D'Amico benched Lenore, I mean, not Lenore, uh, Womack, because Womack uh, was keeping his eyes in the backfield too much, breaking contain, not setting the edge the way that he was supposed to, and he was a liability in the run game. So when all the injuries happen, I can't blame D'Amico anymore. He lost everybody that plays the game the right way. I can't put that on D'Amico, bro. I have to because they knew it was coming. They knew they knew their offensive style, how they play. Inside, 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 and you know the type of quarterback. It should have been pounded into their head, watch the outside and do not give up contain because this is how this kid won the Heisman Trophy at Oregon. This is what this kid has done in the NFL to be in the place that he is right now. His legs. He's not the guy that's going to run around like a Kyler Murray type, but he will take advantage if that outside lane is free. And you saw it today, and it beat him. And that's where the discipline level at the second level, I think, was 100% on the linebackers because they gave up that outside. If we're if we're talking just black and white, it's hard for me to say, okay, the defense gave up more points than we, we scored. But, bro, 14 fucking points for a healthy offense – uh, no, no, I agree with that. But I'm just talking – you got to look at the X and O's, right? Because when you play football, it's a battle of chess, right? They do this, we answer with this. And what happened was they showed it, and they didn't answer it. Where were the because answers he, on offense, though? What do you mean? The healthier side of the ball was the offensive side of the ball. Correct. Well, they're, they're, the answers were there. It's just the drops and the fumble. If Jeff Wilson Jr. didn't fumble that ball – that drive could have carried on to points. If Fred Warner caught that ball, that could have led to points. Charlie Warner, Charlie Warner. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie Warner caught that ball. It would have led to points. If Kittle ran where Jimmy told him to run or if Jimmy would have put it a little bit lower instead of to the back pylon, that was a touchdown. And I'm telling you right now, that call on Brendel was absolute bullshit. It was not holding. He literally got pancaked. He got pancaked, yeah. Ran over. Yeah. I said At no that. time did he tackle him or grab him. He just got ran over. That was not a penalty, and that cost them points. So you're talking about potentially, if you want to lowball it, that's one, two, three, <laughs> four, four times three, that's 12 points. Or if you want to highball it, we'll do 14 and, and six, that's 20 points that were taken away from them. Wow. Just wow. Think about it. Just wow. I mean, I, I look, man, it, it's – so just I'm, think about it, though. Just think about it, right? The no, turnover, right? Everything, it, it just – and to be honest with you, they didn't even re-look at that play because they just called it a fumble and that was it. Yeah, so when I first saw that – you're talking about the Jeff Wilson it fumble? like he was down. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, no, that ball came out early. Like, I, I saw the ball come out. But then when I when I saw it from a different angle, it looked like his elbow might have touched the ground first. When they it's came back from the break, and I'm like, how'd they not challenge that? The other thing I thought they should have challenged, you okay? Yeah. The other thing I thought they should have challenged was when the 49ers, they downed the ball at the one-yard line. That guy who grabbed that ball stepped into the end zone first. Doesn't he have to, like, reestablish himself or something? Or is that only when you go out of bounds? I thought he had to reestablish it. Hold on a second. Yeah, so my man, like, he, he, he his left foot – his heel goes into the end zone, then he steps forward, and then he he downs the ball. Like, I don't understand how he was allowed to be the first person to touch the ball after going into the end zone. I didn't think that was a, a thing that you could do. 
So I don't know. I don't know. But listen, man, uh, what how Kyle Shanahan was asked straight up if Nick Bosa could have played today. And he said that uh, he didn't say no, but he also didn't say yes. It was along the lines of, um, damn, what exactly did he say? We didn't, uh, he, he was close, but uh, we kept him out. It was very like cut and dry. It wasn't yes or no. Knowing that now, if he was healthy enough to play and they kept him out as a precaution, good idea or bad idea? Knowing what you, before you answer, knowing what you know about this game, how we could not contain the edge and how they were running the ball up the middle on us, knowing what you know now, was that the right decision? For Bosa? Yes. Absolutely. I think Bosa's injury is because of the way they train. Because both of, both of them sustained the same injury. I think Joey Bosa pushed through it and he got a D and he tore it. And I think the team knows that. And I think both Nick Bosa knows that. And I think he said to them, I don't want to push it because it doesn't feel right. And I agree with him 100%. I'd rather lose him today, take an L today, than lose him for 10 to 12 weeks. And totally with this. And, and like, if you look at it, Mike. Is Big Bosa just, out that long? No, no, no. If he would have torn it, he would have been. Oh, I'm about to say, he's not supposed to be out that long, is he? No, 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 no. I think he'll play next week. But I, I have no No, 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 no. Not our Bosa. I said Big Bosa. Uh, older uh, Joey Bosa. He's out 10 weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's why I said to you, there's no way in hell I'm trying him out on that field. No way in hell. I don't know, man. If if there were seven starters missing from the offense, I don't think I'm blaming Kyle for a loss. I think, you know, you go out there and you try the best you can. So I got to keep that same energy with D'Amico Ryan. I, I don't think it's just plug and play on the defensive side of the ball. I don't. I'm sorry. There's a reason certain guys are starting and certain guys aren't. It's assignment. It's uh containing the edge. You know what I mean? It's, it's stuff like that. That That's what separates stuff. Everybody in the NFL has talent. Everybody in the, in, in the NFL can make a play. Not everyone is consistent at it, and that's why you have starters, and that's why you have people who are backup and depth. And when your depth becomes your starters, you're in trouble. Well, that's what that's what you saw today, right? Because everyone kept saying, "Yeah, this defensive line is good enough to win this game." But now the part, the question is, no, the fuck that defensive wasn't. line, when that defensive line gets tired and they get rotated out, now who's coming in behind? That's, them? So I'm glad you said that. That's something else I wanted to ask you. You, I'm so glad you said it. When the defensive line gets tired, blah, 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 blah. Tony, we got the ball back in the fourth quarter with a little bit more than 10 minutes. In six minutes, we had only moved the ball about 35 yards because of all the penalties calling us back over and over in the fourth quarter. Their defensive line was gassed. We were six minutes, and we still had another 60 yards to go. Why can't we, on our healthy offense, take advantage of a winded defensive line like they could? Why couldn't we take advantage of that? I mean, yeah. Well, what, as far as – I mean, I think the Niners stalemate – I think the Niners controlled their defensive line for the majority of the day. Yeah, they got some pressures, but that's that's nature. I mean, wait, wait, cannot wait. Stop. You think – you think – say that again? You think the Niners I – think our, I think our offensive line handled their defensive line pretty well. They didn't, they didn't give up no sacks. I mean, they stopped they, – they had a couple negative yards in, in the rushing game from what I saw – but I mean, the majority of it, I, I think Jimmy had a, a clean. Sometimes I think he had too much time Bro, to make a throw. It was a fourth and one, and we decided to pass it. If they had any faith in their defensive line, that was the same drive, by the way. If they had any faith in their defensive line, they run that ball up the middle. They did a sneak with Jimmy on that same drive for a third and one. 
Why not do it again? You had a third and one and a fourth because and one to do it. Because it's hard because they know it's coming. And I know what you're now, now that you just said that, now I remember the play. Because now the problem is they, they did it early in their drive. They showed it, and now they were expecting it. So they, they jammed up the A and B gaps on both sides of the line, and they took it away. So what do you do? Just try to run it but then and just go. Why why call a play that this has to go to this has to go to Debo? That fourth and one play was a Debo only play. Jimmy didn't look anywhere else. That when when Ayuk is playing the way that he's been playing the last couple of games, when Jennings is playing the way that he's been playing the last couple of games, how can that be the call on a fourth and one with the game on the line and a must score drive? Correctly, their whole secondary was banged up and out of the game. I, if their whole secondary is out, but three people are on Debo, I'm not throwing the ball to Debo. Allow your quarterback to make a read. To me, the, the play call and where Jimmy throws are two different things. The play call was – no, I'm not going to let you do that. The play call was to Debo only. But how do you know that? Because when they snapped the ball, he looked there and stayed there. He locked in on him. Because he saw a favorable matchup? It was. It couldn't have been a favorable matchup. He was double teamed. Uh, I don't know. Again, I, I was at a party, Mike. I couldn't oh, sit yeah. there and you got, you got You got to see that play, bro. I got to. I got to give you. I'm just telling you, we we've seen it numerous times. People are open, but Jimmy locks in on somebody. He wasn't you doing that it. this game. He, I, he, I. That's why I was giving him so much credit for this game. He wasn't doing that this game. Jimmy played a, a a pretty good game. I'm not saying he played the best game, obviously, right? But this was this was peak Jimmy, and peak Jimmy still wasn't good enough, obviously. But peak Jimmy, he was he was reading the field. He was moving around the pocket. He was avoiding sacks. He was making off schedule throws. He was. He, he was doing his thing today, man. And, like, that's the best you're going to get from Jimmy Garoppolo. And if the best you're going to get from Jimmy Garoppolo is 14 points, well, we're doomed. It's going to be a well, long there, fucking there's season. There's a lot of context in that, Mike. There's reasons why there's only 14 points. Drops, fumbles. Again, these mm-hmm. are things that keep points off the board. That's true. That is true. That so is absolutely you can't, true. Like, you can't blame Kyle because everything was there. The throws were made. It, 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 again, it comes down to execution. It, it, it's week in and week out. It's execution. It's not play call. It's execution. The things are there. It's not like he was getting sacked every play and there was covered sacks. The balls are bouncing off these guys' hands. One of his interceptions bounced off a of receiver's hands. Execution. All right, man. All right, bro. So That's you did, what it comes down to. Can, can we can can we do a rewatch? We don't even have to do a full game. Can we do a uh, the condensed version rewatch like tomorrow or Tuesday or something on Patreon? Uh, when are you, when are you tomorrow, off again? I know you got a crazy ass schedule. Tomorrow I'm working all day. Uh, Tuesday I do morning and afternoon, so I can't Tuesday. Tuesday I'm going to get like a root canal or some shit like that. So I'm I'm going to be home on Tuesday half day. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. There's just a lot of things that, like, again, I, I was watching it from my phone, and there's a lot of things that I saw that, you know, I, I'm i sorry. You can call me Kyle Lover. You can call Kyle Sexual, whatever the hell you want to call me. <laughs> You've never heard me say, Kyle, I'm that, sorry. I've you never done what? I've never done that whole sexual thing. I hate that the bronze And you want to know, and I'm going to tell, tell you real quick. I'm going to tell you real quick how I know it's not on Kyle, right? Look at the distribution in the receivers. Nine, eight, and seven. What do you mean? How many receptions each one of them had? Yeah. 
or eight, eight, and seven. Was yeah, it nine, eight, seven, eight, or eight, 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 and seven? eight, eight, and seven. If I'm not mistaken, it was eight for IU, eight for Kittle, and seven for Debo. And Debo, Debo accounted for 90 yards by himself because he had 11 rushing yards as well. He exactly. set, seven so for 79, 90 yards. The problem with this offense was that they were not able to get their ground game up and running because of four and five by four. And this is where this team gets in trouble. Once Ooh. they get behind by by a big lead, they have to become one-dimensional, and that's when they get in trouble. All right. All right, man. Any final thoughts, man? Let's go home, bro. I'm, I'm ready to wrap this thing up. I want to go spend some time with my family. I got a, I got people coming over. My 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 bro, my mom and my brother are already here. We're gonna have a lot of fun today. I'm gonna light the fire pit for the first time all year. I'm excited, man. Uh, give me your final thoughts, bro. Let's go home. Oh wait, no, uh, oh, no, no. I'm lying. Don't give me final thoughts yet. I, I was kidding. Uh, we actually have some super chats. We got to read. Where is it? Where is the super chat segment? Where's my? There it is. No, no. Shut up. I know you can't see it, Jer. All right, uh, super chat segment here. Here we go. First one is from Haha. Thank you for the super chat. It says Mike, two streetwise to fall for Jimmy's misdirection. Take the blame on the day when there is none for you. We see you, Jimmy, bro. So Jimmy at the podium finally says, "I gotta be better." Me, me, me. I, I, I. Instead of the wee 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 that he's always saying, right, bro? I wasn't falling for that trick. On the one day that I feel like Jimmy doesn't get a lot of the blame for the failures of the of the game, this dude goes right to the podium and says, me. He goes right to the podium and says, I, because he knows everyone's going to make excuses for him. I'm not falling for that, man. Did you see the presser? No. <laughs> Bro, Jimmy is not slick. He's not low, man. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed it too, man. I was not falling for that. They said, what? I, I I don't. That's got to be like a uh, a Bay Area thing. Adding sexual after a word because you you like somebody. That's got that's got to so. that's got to be that's got to be like a. Uh, I I never heard that before. I got on 49ers Twitter and people. You know how like Bay Area people hate LeBron because yeah. it's, it's all about uh uh, uh Curry. Like it's just uh-huh. it's just weird. I've never Bron sexual Jimmy sexual. Like I, that's got to be a Bay Area thing. I I don't get that. I've never. That don't even sound right to me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not part of that. So, someone just jumped <laughs> off a building. What are y'all playing over there? I jumped. I'm in the and I jump off the building. I was keeping the X. Okay, be careful. Okay. All right, we got one more super chat here from Mark Lamar. He says, uh, "Drop passes, yes, but go back to them. We weren't scoring. That's on the O. Kyle doesn't go back to plays that that were there. What say you to this, Tony?" Well, I, I mean, if you you show it, you, like like you have to look at the whole game, right? You you have to see if that was a play that was leaded up to, right? If he ran a play in the first series, or then he came back with another with another look variation in the fifth possession in the fifth series, and then on the seventh series, it opened that play, right? So the plays lead to that. So it, it, when Kyle causes plays. They do that. That's what he tends to do. He shows it, shows this, shows that, then bounces back and hits you with that off of the same look. So it's not as simple as like like if you're playing Madden, going like you know all go routes and, and and just push the button and just redo it. It he has a philosophy of his play calling style, where how he leads plays into plays, and it's a lot easier said than done. So I mean. Listen, Kyle's the one that's making the money. We're not, so. All right. <laughs> All right, man. 
I'm not gonna read these comments to you, bro, because I love I, you. I, said, I'm I not- don't care about comments. <laughs> like, I don't care. I know what it is. Kyle, now, uh, Tony loves Kyle. What I, I know what it is. Mark, but- Mark, Mark did another super chat and responded to your comment. He said, "Then Kyle's play calling system is flawed." Really? Okay. I guess it is. I don't know. Kyle's a genius when everything works perfect, but the minute it doesn't work perfect, everyone wants I think, that, so. I think the genius word is what's got people all upset, right? It's it, it because genius, you know, you know what? All right, here we go. Here we getting my philosophy back, right? You know the difference between being a genius and being insane? What is being able to get someone to understand what you think? That's the only difference. If I sit here and I tell you guys that I can turn water into wine. And you guys are going to be like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy. That's what your response is going to be. This guy is nuts. He's crazy. But if I can get you to understand how I can do it, then you're going to be like, oh, my God, that guy's a genius. That's the only difference between genius and insane. That is it. It's getting someone to understand why you think the way you think, why you operate the way you operate. Well, maybe he is like that. and We just don't know because obviously he doesn't give a shit about us. It's not about us. We're not out there running around with jerseys and helmets on. As long as his player and his teams understand it, that's all that matters. Right. And it just comes down to straight execution. So, again, how is it on Kyle? All right. All right, man. Listen, guys, all right, I'm ready to go home. Thank you all for the super chats. I think that's everything. I think I got them all. Uh, Tony, man, I'm going to ask you again. Final thoughts, man. Let's go home, bro. Let's go. They are severely depleted. Um, I don't know what's going to happen going forward. Oh, you know uh, what's going to happen next week. <laughs> we getting that foot in the ass, bro. <laughs> They're going to beat the shit out of us at home next week. <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is, man. At this point, like, you know, it's, it's, it's they're in a tough boat. You know, I don't give a shit. You can, you can have, everyone thinks Bill Belichick's the best coach. He's struggling with all injuries, right? He lost yeah. his starting quarterback. He's losing this one, this one. But no one says shit about that. So I understand Bill Belichick has a ton of rings, but, you know, this team's a tough team. It's just they shoot themselves in the foot. We just got to keep positive, go forward, and see what next week brings. Hopefully we get some people back. Obviously, Kinlaw's not one of them. Now they're starting rumors about potentially Trent Williams coming back. But the question is, I thought Jalen Moore looked good on us watching it from my phone. I'm not. I'm not rushing to bring Trent Williams back at all. That's what I'm saying. So why? 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 Like, yeah, Trent Williams come back. That's great. Why rush him? Everything's it's, everything's going good right now. I don't think why, it's a like, rush as, as much as they didn't put him on IR. So what that tells people is that it's a less than a four week injury is what it tells people. But I don't think that's what the case is. I'm noticing that teams in the NFL aren't putting people with really big salaries on IR. And I don't know if it has something to do with the injury. Once you put them on IR, they get X amount of dollars. And then if you bring them back, maybe you're double paying them or something. But I, I've, I've constantly wondered why the Cowboys didn't put Dak Prescott on IR. I was wondering right away why we didn't put Trent Williams on IR. A high ankle sprain is four to six weeks. And that's for a person at like a fucking wide receiver, a light guy. This is a big dude. Why we didn't put him on IR, I have no idea. Uh, we, we were hesitant to put Javon Kinlaw on IR. He don't even have that big of a contract. You know, I mean, he's a first year contract guy, but I don't know what the language is in there. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't figure I, those are the things that I was questioning myself. I, I don't get it. I, I, I wish I knew the ins and outs of the contracts and you can look them up on sites, but it doesn't tell you what happens if you put them on IR. So I'm wondering if that's why people are saying Trent Williams could be coming back next week because, you know, he didn't need four weeks. Otherwise he would have went on IR. That could be the, the thinking, but we got to remember 
Kinlaw was out for the last two weeks, and then they put him on IR. They could have done this a while ago. You know what I'm saying? So hey, that, that doesn't mean anything. Just, just a quick question: How many how many points did we score on Carolina last week? Last week it was 37. If you take away the pick seven, uh, it was 30 for the offense. Okay, because the Rams barely have seven points, and no one's saying shit about McVay, but that's okay. Oh no! Oh, trust me, Ram fans are, t- are killing McVay. <laughs> And Niner fans, we don't talk shit about him. We laugh at them. So there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like, we don't say, oh, he's not a genius. Uh, you, if you want someone to uh, compliment McVay, you go to Grant's channel for that. He, he'll tell you McVay is a genius every time he wins and Kyle loses. So uh-huh. that, that that's where that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. I wish we had Dable. Oh, boy. Yeah, here we go. Oh boy, fire Kyle. Go get David. Oh yeah, no, no. I saw I saw that earlier in the show. There was there was a lot of fire Kyle. Look at that. GSU says McVeigh is better than Kyle. Is he? He's got a Super Bowl. That's what that's what the argument's going to be. He's got a Super Bowl already. But did McVeigh get the Super? Did McVeigh get the Super Bowl? The defense got the Super Bowl. It's McVeigh's team. Did the the GM get the Super Bowl by going to get Von Miller (laughs) to pair him with Donald? Donald. Hey man. You know, Just it, is, it is what it is. All right, man, guys, my final thoughts are this, guys. Stay faithful. It's going to be a long season. Don't worry. The Niners are still going to be in first place in the division after this week, regardless of what happens in that Seahawks and Arizona game. We have nothing to worry about. The Rams can't beat us. Uh, it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long week. I am not looking forward to covering this team this week, knowing that I'm expecting a loss. Uh, that's probably one of the hardest parts of doing this, when you know that your team is going to lose the following week. Uh, but – we got to see, right? Any given Sunday. Uh, the 49ers had a lot to overcome today, including injuries, uh, including back-to-back road games. Um, and then we lost more guys as the game went on. So we'll just have to see what happens, man. Hopefully we can get a couple of these guys back. Maybe we can see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot to be told. Luckily for us, the season is not defined by one game. There's a reason that there's 17 of these bad boys, uh, and that's just the start of it. So uh, we, we're on to more. Uh, I would say that our record right now, sitting at three and three. If we came out of this at the beginning of the season, I would have said a win against Chicago, a loss against Denver, because I thought Russell Wilson was going to cook us, a win against Seattle, a loss against the Rams. That that's two and two. I would have said uh, a win against Atlanta, and what what's the other team I'm missing? What's the other team I'm missing here? Uh, oh, the Panthers. I, I would have said a win against the Panthers. I had us at four and two at this point. Uh, but right now, guys, we're three and three. It's one game off. It's not the end of the world, you know. And that's coming from someone who had the Niners with 14. I'll say it again. That's coming from someone that had the Niners with 14 wins. We're one game off. I'll take 13, baby. I'll take 13. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, long season. Stay strapped in. Stay locked in. Stay subscribed. You guys know where it is, man. Nothing but Niners right here. And by the way, if you guys are anything like me, you had a lot of fun on the on the uh over unders today head on over to prizepicks.com use promo code mb9ers you can use this link right here bit.ly slash nothing but niners use a free promo code over there they will match your deposit up to 100 for your initial deposit go and have some fun enjoy the money on us all right nothing but niners over there at prizepicks.com promo code mb9ers all right that's gonna do it for us today man tony you ready to go yeah all right prepare for glory anticipate pain but always remain faithful we're out of here guys one
we all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nothing, 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 nothing